You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye and Domino's. Another last ball thriller. This time, Bangalore have finished on top, beating table toppers Rajasthan by seven runs for their fourth win of the season. Ayaz, uh, Bangalore sort of seem to have got some of their pieces together. Good show by Faf and uh, Glenn, and then like a. Well, obviously, two crucial, two crucial points at this stage is what they were looking for, and they've got those with a little huffing and puffing and a lot of tense tension towards the end. Uh, the match going into the last ball tells its own story. But I think yes, I mean some questions have been answered. Harshal Patel has come back into form, which is a very big, you know, bonus uh, for the team. He was he has he was a little short of his best. Then he you got runs from Faf Duplessis. He's been the most consistent run getter in the league so far this year. and maxwell you know coming good with his big hitting but i think there are also some concerns you know i mean especially when you have a platform where you can make a total of 200 200 plus and you end up 15 20 runs fewer then there is something to be said about the rest of the batting which is not coming good i know that virat got out first ball today so it missed something but really what's emerging is that bangalore's batting heft revolves around faf duplessis glen maxwell and virat kohli and if they you know if two if not all three if two of them don't fire then this team is likely to struggle and that's something that should be a source of worry for them <laughs> but i'm sure they'll just be happy picking up the two points and celebrating today uh, let me get you all the scores before i go back to ayaz with some more questions first ball of the match in trent bowl got virat kohli's wicket out lbw one over later he was back and sent shahbaz ahmed um packing as bangalore were in trouble at 12 for 2 in 2.1 overs but after that it was just frustration for the rajasthan bowlers as faf duplessis and glen maxwell added 127 runs for of 66 for the third wicket 14th over then had jaiswal get a faf run out on 62 and next over maxwell to got out on 77 the score was 156 for 4 after 15 chahal bowled a double wicket over in the 17th and sandeep sharma topped it with three wickets in the final over As Bangalore were restricted to 189 for nine in the chase, Rajasthan lost a wicket in the first over as well. Joss Butler out to Siraj on a duck. Padikal and Jaiswal then added 98 for the second wicket before David Willey broke the partnership in the 12th over. Padikal out on 52. Harshal got Jaiswal on 47 two overs later, and Rajasthan needed 108 for three after 14. Eventually, a uh, 82 were needed from 36 and in the end they fell 7 runs short despite some late runs from Dhruv Jurel and Ashwin uh I as as always I'm going to start by asking you who you know who you uh, you know who your player of the game is well, this is a tough one isn't it i mean the batsmen did well faf duplessis once again maxwell uh, then you had harshal patel who i thought bowled splendidly picked up three wickets so i mean you know on the chinnaswamy stadium small ground fast outfield scoring runs is relatively easier i would say that harshal would be my pick though it would be a very tough call between him and you know maxwell and and faf duplessis but yeah i would go with harshal uh, ayaz uh, rajasthan started the season strong even now even after the defeat actually even after losing the last two matches they are at the top of the points table just because of the better net run rate but is this like the mid season slump that they sh- you know i mean as a fan one one should be okay with you know if we see a second wind closer to the end 
I mean, I won't call it a slump, but they've been, you know, they're, they're falling short when they shouldn't shouldn't be falling short. Even I thought in this match they had a good opportunity to win uh, after the second wicket partnership, though they lost Joss Butler easy uh, very early on. And I think that's that's something that they need to guard against. Joss Butler, Sanju Samson, uh, you know, Shimran Hetmeyer, these are three big guns in the team in the batting lineup. And if two of them don't fire, then there is going to be a bit of an issue. And if all three don't fire, for if it happens to be like that, then obviously the team struggles even further. What they are well served with is with the spin bowlers, you know, Ashwin bowling well, and so too Yuzvendra Chahal. Uh, Trent Bolt came good in this first spell today. So they're not having any problems where the bowling is concerned. Uh, I thought in the batting, they need to sharpen up a little bit, smarten up a little bit, and ensure that this extremely talented batting lineup consistently delivers scores of... 180, 185, 200, because that's what is now becoming very you know, clearly the trend. If you make less than, I mean, if somehow Bangalore had not eked past 180, 185, they would have lost this match, you know, despite making 180, 185. So that's how tough it has become. Uh, so the bowlers have to be sharp and smart, of course, but so too the batting batting lineups of all teams. And I thought today, Bangalore, in fact, were very well served with their bowlers. Defending 189, on, in the Chinnaswamy Stadium, remember on the same ground they've lost after scoring 220, you know, in trying to chase 226 and getting past 200. So they've lost some matches despite making 200. Defending 189, I thought it was a good, very good attempt and a very good success story uh, crafted by Bangalore today. But just to award on Rajasthan's bowlers as well, I mean, they started strong, got the two wickets in the beginning, Bolt got the two wickets. And then just that Faf, Duplessis and Glenn Maxwell third wicket partnership of 127 runs, that just like, you know, if uh, sort of took the match away from them in that phase, because in the end, when they did start getting the wickets, and after Faf and Glenn got out, the last five overs, they just conceded 33. So, you know, do you go go back happy with, you know, the maybe the 7-8 overs you bowled super well, or do you like really focus on the overs that, you know, you bowl to Faf and Glenn together? Yeah, I mean, look, it cuts both ways, doesn't it? I mean, you, you, I, I think the Bangalore batsmen also need to be kind of looked at, you know, put under the microscope. Uh, 130-odd in 13 overs, 7 overs remaining, you would expect them to reach 200. And then they, they really kind of didn't capitalise on the wonderful partnership between Faf Duplessis and, uh, and Maxwell. So in my opinion, they fell about 15 runs short of what should have they should have made. That they won is a different issue, but clearly I think that uh, you know the the pitches are helping. I mean, wh- while some parts of you know of, of, the, of the league's pitches say in Chennai, uh, maybe in Jaipur they are playing slow in in Kolkata, where you're not getting massive scores, but in other other grounds like the One K Day in Mumbai and in uh, in in Bangalore you're getting really big scores. So it's it's incumbent on both the batsmen and the bowlers to come good. The batsmen have to ensure that they make big scores and the bo- the owners and bowlers of any team is to, you know, try and protect scores. Even if they are 180, 190, they are very gettable. So they have to really be sharp and, and you know, consistent in the way they bowl in not conceding too many runs, apart from picking up wickets. You know, just a few days, I mean, I think about a week back, we were talking about how we sort of got like the favourites in place. We've got the teams that are not doing so well. And right now, I think we have about six teams at eight points. And 
I mean, if it wasn't for the net run rate, they'd all be number one in the standings right now. It's just Mumbai that's at six, and then Kolkata and Hyderabad at four, and of course Delhi at two. So you know, I mean, you can't really tell where the league is headed, right? I thought we thought Ra- Rajasthan were clear favourites, going to do well, but like they've lost the last two matches, and then we have a team like Bangalore that's now on a two-match winning streak. I think it's getting to be very exciting. There's a lot of jostling going on for the first, you know, top four places because that four teams making the playoffs. I mean. You know, Punjab beating Mumbai in Mumbai was a was a you know a big deal, uh, and it it really kind of uh, it 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 is it will form it will ask teams or compel teams to rejig their tactics and strategies going ahead, uh, because Punjab is also in the hunt for a place in the playoffs. Earlier it seemed that Punjab and Hyderabad these are teams that will be left behind by the front runners, but that doesn't seem to be the case necessarily. I know we are approaching the halfway stage. Uh, but there's still a lot of matches to be played in this tournament. So, even teams which are really at the bottom, they they don't need to lose heart. They need to buck up. And teams at at the top four, four you know, top four or five or even the six, they can't afford to be complacent at all because there's you know this format is crazy. It's very topsy turvy. And the minute you kind of drop your guard, you can find yourself at the bottom of the barrel. Just talking about teams at the top, we have Kolkata. and uh, chennai playing the evening game today it's at the eden gardens um chennai of course are not playing at full strength i must only mention it quite a few times before as well but um yep so you, uh, you know how do you see this one um, unfolding i think chennai have the upper hand now you know psychologically amongst you know teams that they are playing even outside of their home ground and despite ben stokes still not available i hear from you know reading reports that he's not available for another week so they have to accumulate points even now even with in his absence and i think they've got they've got the right mix of players and they've got players in form both are so important rutraj gaikwad devin conway devin conway has been a revelation then you got you know rabindra jadeja coming into his own especially with the ball which can be really important in the, in the match against uh, you know kolkata at the eden gardens where spin bowlers can cause a lot of problems so i i think look as i mentioned this is a topsy turvy format anything can happen but certainly against kolkata who seem to have lost a bit of the uh, you know their early josh they seem to be struggling a bit but chennai would i would think start as favorites okay let's see how this one goes we'll of course be back later tonight with the result of that game with ayaz thank you thank you That was today's episode of the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd Khayal Jo Ghar Ko Ghar Banaye and Dominoes. This is a Quint original podcast, executive produced by Shelly Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Menra Dorji Sahani, produced and edited by Pratik Lidhu and Anjali Palod, and a special thanks to our guest Ayaz Memon. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quinn's podcast.